diagnosed with strep throat, and that is no fun. So I don't want to give it to you. I'm on amoxicillin. Thank you, Lord, for antibiotics. I think I'm coming out the other side of it, hopefully. So I won't be uh, shaking anybody's hand on the way out the door when we're done this morning. I'll keep a distance. I appreciate your patience and grace with me as I'm also a little bit foggy, so we're going to try to get through this part together. And now that I've made you aware of that, let me give you another fact that will completely make you forget what I just said. Can you believe we are 35 days away from the year 2023? Wow. I, I'm still processing 2020. <laughs> and it's about to be 2023. So, I mean, we, we got this new year coming. We'll be here whether we are ready for it or not. Actually, um, in the liturgical, the Christian liturgical calendar, the new year starts with Advent. You may know that already. So today is the first day of the new year in the Christian year. Happy New Year. <laughs> this Advent season that begins today, um, which Deanna made mention, the word Advent, just it means arrival or coming. So there's a sense of anticipation that goes along with Advent, that we are anticipating the arrival of the Christ. We celebrate that Christ arrived in human form so many years ago, but then every year we, we sort of start a new year anticipating where we will see Jesus show up in our lives and in our world. And so this season of anticipation begins today. And you can tell the sanctuary looks different. The facilities look different. The decorating has begun. i got to give a big shout-out to Grant and Dana Christians, to Becky Bennett and Becky Veal, Susan Hayward, Alan Barbie, Bill Calloway, that half dozen or so people that made this happen yesterday, gave up a good chunk of their Saturday to start the decorating of our facility here at our church as a way to celebrate and begin the season. I mean, the multi-talented Alan Barbie, a, a flautist and a decorator, is, who knew, and, and choir director. But we're celebrating this season of Advent with a theme, coming home for Christmas. And we're going to come home for Christmas to the Lord together, anticipating what God will do in us and among us. And we're going to celebrate this season in song. Who doesn't love to sing at Christmas time? Even if you can't sing, like me, you still love to, right? You, you, when the Christmas carols come on, you just can't help but sing along. In fact, in just a little bit, I'm going to ask you to join me in singing Silent Night. Uh, and given my voice and the fact that I can't sing, even when I'm not sick, I'm going to need you when I kick it off, but we'll sing a verse of Silent Night here in just a minute, because we're going to celebrate this season in song together, which also means every Sunday 
during the season of Advent, the scripture lesson will be from the Psalms. The Psalms are the songbook of the Bible. They are a collection of the songs that God's people sang. And we're going to sing in anticipation of the arrival of peace, hope, joy, and love with Christ Jesus. The psalm that I'm going to read today is um, Psalm 122, which is a psalm of ascent. So there's a collection of psalms that were written specifically for the purpose of singing them as people went up to Jerusalem and went up to the temple. It was the place where they would go to celebrate the high holy days, uh, the feasts and festivals, to make offerings. It was where they went to worship God together. So these psalms of ascent were written for people to sing as they were going to church, if you will. And so as we begin this Advent season of anticipating the arrival of Christ, of coming home for Christmas, we'll start with this psalm of ascent, of coming into God's presence, the Lord's house together. So I want to invite you to listen as I read Psalm 122. We'll put it on the screen so you can follow along. And then when I finish, I want to ask you to affirm it with me. I'll say this is the word of God for the people of God. And you say, thanks be to God. All right, hear now Psalm 122. I rejoiced with those who said to me, let's go to the Lord's house. Now our feet are standing in your gates, Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built like a city joined together in unity. That is where the tribes go up, the Lord's tribes. It is the law for Israel to give thanks there to the Lord's name. Because the thrones of justice are there, the thrones of the house of David. Pray that Jerusalem has peace. Let those who love you have rest let there be peace on your walls. Let there be rest on your fortifications. For the sake of my family and friends, I say, peace be with you, Jerusalem. For the sake of the Lord our God's house, I will pray for your good. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, all you have to do is... Read the first verse of the first psalm of the first Sunday of Advent, and you can see why we've chosen as a theme for this season, coming home for Christmas. Because the psalmist says, I rejoice with all those who say to me, let's go to the Lord's house. Let's come home for Christmas. You know, at the time this was written, the psalmist was clearly describing the pilgrimage to Jerusalem. 
into the temple. That is how they understood what it meant to come into the Lord's presence. It was to come to Jerusalem, come to the temple. They knew that place, that building, as where God lived on earth. And everyone came together there to praise God and share in the faith. The Lord's tribes all would go up from their different places and homes to the Lord's house. Even though they lived in different villages, their kids went to different Torah schools and played on different dreidel teams. I don't, I don't know if it preoccupied them back then with their children's lives. But, but across the generations, the geography, and the general issues of their day, they said to each other, Let's go together to the Lord's house. Now, of course, with the benefit of the view of history and knowing who Jesus is, with the advent of Jesus, knowing that God no longer dwells only in a particular building or in a particular city, knowing that in fact, God lives in us, in each of us, as temples of the Holy Spirit of God, then we know that we don't have to go to one particular place, one city, or one building in order to worship God. And now, if we believed that Christianity and, and salvation were merely personal and individual, then we would take that knowledge and say peace out to the temple God is in me now and off I go Allah the prodigal son but we believe that we are being built together into the temple of God with Christ as the cornerstone Jesus Christ as the incarnation of God the divine made human dwelling among us across our generations, geographies, and general issues of our day, uniting us together. So we too rejoice and say to one another, let us go together to the Lord's house. Let's come home for Christmas. Now, I don't know what kind of images that conjures up for you to come home, to return home. Maybe they're good and pleasant and fond. Maybe there's some challenges and pain. The imagery here that the psalmist is stirring up within us is the image of Maybe place, maybe people, but it's the image of returning to where it all started, where life began, where new life broke in, 
A new leaf was turned. A new year. A new day dawned. Something happened at home to give us life. Christian Sharon wrote about this psalm. This is not simply happiness, the satisfaction that comes with a good meal or a lovely concert. The character of the moment is not subjective and emotional but rather objective and holistic. It is as if we could return to the womb, to our human place of origin. The house of the Lord is indeed the womb of the world. And for the psalmist to come home, to go to the house of the Lord together, to go into God's presence together to make that journey with each other means coming home to peace. The psalmist wrote, I will pray for peace. I will live for peace. I will speak peace to you. The peace of Jerusalem, the psalmist writes, again understanding that for his audience in that day, Jerusalem was home. It was the center of life and faith. It was where they knew God lived. What the psalmist was praying for was a return home and an understanding that peace at home is where it starts. Peace at the center. Peace at the heart of all of life and creation. The psalmist prayed for peace where it all begins. From there, it radiates out into the world. Just as Abraham was called and God made covenant with Abraham to bless Abraham so that Abraham and Abraham's descendants could be a blessing to the nations. This peace that starts at home is peace for the world. And that biblical concept of peace may be my favorite one in all of Scripture, particularly the Old Testament understanding of peace that the psalmist would have been writing about here. Shalom. Which means so much more than just the absence of fighting or conflict. The absence of fighting and conflict is, in fact, the byproduct of peace, shalom, wholeness, well-being, safety, and belonging for everyone, everywhere. both personal and collective. Shalom. Like me, you probably have noticed the absence of peace in our world. One of the symptoms of 
the shootings that we keep reading about in Atlantic Station, in the University of Virginia, Club Q in Colorado. We've got to stop shooting each other. stop and it's a symptom of an absence of a longing of a need for shalom for safety for belonging for being whole for being home double tragedy of the shooting at Club Q, the LGBTQ club in Colorado, is that that place, for many of those people who were there, was a place of safety where they could be who they were without fear of shame or ridicule or judgment or abuse. And it was in that very place where they were shot. some reason our world only knows how to marginalize or monetize a minority what if we did neither and what if the church led the way to say there will be shalom peace in this world and it will begin in the Lord's house. That this will be a place, a people of safety, where you are home, no matter who you are. You are home. You are welcome here, fully welcome here in the Lord's house, in the church. What if the safest place in the world was the Lord's house? A place of peace for all of God's children, all of creation, right here. This is a safe space for you. You and yours here. Now, in Advent, we begin a new year. And what do we do when a new year starts? We aspire. We yearn for the world we do not yet see. We yearn for shalom. And we pray and live and work for shalom, peace. There's a particular Christmas song that invokes that for me. It's my favorite one, Silent Night. I uh, sang that to all of my children as they were growing up as a bedtime song, not just during the Advent season or at Christmas. I don't think they ever tired of it. 
I even sang it to him in the womb. I just love it. And I love the peace that it calls for. And the fact is, the night that Jesus was born was definitely not silent and probably didn't feel very holy. But that's not really what's going on here. This is an aspirational song. For the world that we want to know and live in and be in the Lord's house together in peace. So I want to ask you to just sing the first verse of that song with me. And before we sing it, I want to remind you that I need you here. I don't have it. But also, this is how we'll finish the season, you know, on Christmas Eve. We'll sing this song together. So we're going to bookend our Advent season with Silent Night. Would you sing it with me? Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright round Isn't that our prayer? That every child of God could lay their head down on their pillow at night and sleep in heavenly peace. And that the Lord's house would be how that peace comes into the world. Jesus. These psalms of ascent were also called pilgrimage psalms because they were saying as the people made their pilgrimage, their journey up to Jerusalem, to the temple. Advent is in a way a pilgrimage as we prepare for the arrival of Christ as we come home to the Lord together. It's a season when we reconsider how we're living our lives. And we lit this candle of peace to symbolize the world we want to know and to light our way as we go there together. When we journey to the heart of God, we become God's peace in the world. Shambly, where have you been struggling so hard? Where have you been banging your head against the wall of life? 
What are the things that you have filled your days with to try and make peace or distract you from its absence? There is a safe space for you and yours right here in the presence of God, in the saving grace of Jesus Christ who came so that there would be peace on earth and goodwill toward all humans. Come home for Christmas. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.